Here it ends off. The episode covers a range of topics and thoughts that are currently on your mind. So AI, everyone is like, AI is going to take our jobs, AI. But AI can't summarize what's the matter with me podcast. Yeah. What's going on? The What's the matter with me micro? My name is John, I'm 44 years old, husband, father, two small business owner, radio DJ podcaster. I have multiple sclerosis and trigeminal neuralgia. I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. I went to the urgent care this morning. First, I went to the urgent care on 14th Street in San Leandro. And they told me they only do workers' comp. So the only thing they do there is workers' comp. On 14th, they were like, you can go to the San Leandro Hospital. My wife is like, we are not covered there. So we went to the urgent care in Castro Valley. And they took the staples out of my head. And my wife said, looking at my head, it's like there's like a black worm on my head. She she said it was gross. So I got to wash my head now. I'll do that. I got it. No black worms on your head. Unless you want that. You are tuned into the What's the Matter with Me podcast. I was checking out the stats recently. And I found that Oklahoma and North Dakota have the fewest listeners to this podcast. Maybe that makes sense because Oklahoma and North Dakota aren't the most populous states. So maybe that makes some kind of sense. But to be honest, Fargo, North Dakota, where are my North Dakotans at? And my Oklahominos. My Oklahomies, the fewest listeners anyway. They don't care what I call them. They're not listening. California and New York have the most listeners. Surprise. I live there. I live in California and I moved here from New York. 
So, okay, sense made. I get it. And there's lots of people there. So I've been thinking, it's been seven years I've been doing this podcast. And I'm thinking about ending this podcast. What do you think? Email me, john at hoppingworld.com. Use the contact form at what's the matter with me.org. I'm thinking about ending it. I was like on the delete button and my wife walked in and busted me and she was like, what are you doing? So I got to like think about it. I'm thinking about it. I asked AI to summarize the last couple episodes of this podcast and AI was like, I don't know what to call it. It's just a bunch of personal anecdotes. Not exactly, but pretty much. It was just like, your podcast makes no sense. So, last day of summer at the AI factory, I asked AI to summarize the transcript. And I said, and I asked it to come up with the main idea. And it, it writes, the AI writes... The main idea of this episode is a stream of conscious narrative where you share updates on various things, on various topics. And it's like, so AI doesn't even know what the podcast is about. Everyone's freaking out because AI knows everything. And AI... Here it ends off. The episode covers a range of topics and thoughts that are currently on your mind. So AI, everyone is like, AI is going to take our jobs, AI. But AI can't summarize what's the matter with me podcast. I think a few episodes ago we were talking about how it's about nothing because I'm from the Seinfeld generation. But AI is like, no, 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 this is just nonsense. This is non sequitur after non sequitur. I'm trying to get AI to work for me. You know, I I actually used AI to generate the image of last day of summer at the Jelly Belly factory. There's a bunch of jelly beans on a conveyor belt as if as if with a one inch border between that it's like an impossible image that ai made for me for the cover of last day of summer at the jelly belly factory and that was pretty good but ai cannot come up with the main idea of this what is the main idea of this it's a stream of conscious narrative on various topics that are on my mind Thank you for listening to What's the Matter with Me podcast. But really, I was thinking about ending it last week. I, But then my wife was like, you're sick right now. And you always think things are horrible when you're sick. And remember what your therapist told you is that things seem worse when things get bad it's like a spiral it's like if things are seeming bad 
you're going to, in your mind, even think that they're worse than they are. So that was a good call out by my wife. Maybe I shouldn't end this podcast. As I read the note, I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of enjoying doing this. Anyhow, let's get on with the stream of conscious narrative on various topics that are on my mind. Thanks, AI taking your jobs, ruining your life. That's so smart. I literally gave it the whole transcript and I was like, here, what's the idea? And it was like, oh, AI is as smart as Scooby-Doo. Probably Scooby-Doo is smarter. There are all these companies and all this stuff, buildings being occupied by AI companies. And they can't even come up with the main idea of this podcast. This is the podcast about what, what a person with MS is going through. I just got the staples out of my head. And it looks like a black worm on my head. I gotta wash my hair. It's not like I haven't been washing it, but I guess there's... I made me think of that band, The Fat Worm of Error. Have you ever heard of that band? Fat Worm of Error? All right, let's get on the stream of consciousness. What does Wikipedia say? Fat Worm of Error is an avant rock band from Northampton, Massachusetts. They're seen as staples of the underground noise and improvisation scene. That's pretty good. Fat Worm of Error. FJC is how I, I've come into oh, cross fat worm of error. They're like, well, that's like fat worm of error. They bandy that about in conversation like people know. That's what KFJC is like. They bandy things about obscure things. Anyways, stream of consciousness, narrative stream on. So I cleaned... Last week, I, I did a little cleaning in my office. There were some CDs that my wife had left me that had been in her car when she crashed her car. That was like three cars ago. It was like 2000, 2013. And one of the CDs was a Kate a Kurt Vonnegut interview CD and I played it I was digitizing it because I was kind of like ripping all the CDs and then putting them in a CD rack and getting them off of my desk Kurt Vonnegut was talking my wife loves Kurt Vonnegut it's like a personality quirk with her And, like, who would listen to some guy interviewing an author? Anyhow, she would. Kurt Vonnegut starts discussing how making a play is like getting yourself a new family. And something about that struck me. I was like, wow, listen to that author go. But making a play is like getting yourself a new family. And the chord it struck in me is I thought it was related 
to how when I joined KFJC back then in 2013 through 2014, it was like volunteering at this place that provided support. Kind of like how this podcast is a support mechanism. I started it around the same time. So 2016. And I got people listen to this podcast and that provides support. And volunteering at KFJC, it was like I got a whole new friends and family my KFJC family it was cool so what do you know I got that I should listen to the rest of that Kurt Vonnegut interview CD the essential Vonnegut interviews CD out on Cadmon Essentials you can get it it's out there Getting involved with a volunteer organization, it's people who share your values and they think what you think is important is important. Even if it's fat worm of error, they're like, oh yeah, I love them. They bandy it about. So volunteer at KFJC. I've been making a lot of stuff for... KFJC, a lot of production, and I want to play some of it for you. It's about to be fundraiser time there at KFJC in October, so I wanted to like get, there are some people that it seems like they can make a lot of fundraiser ads quickly, and I can't really or it's hard for me. I'm kind of a perfectionist. But so far I've turned in seven completed production spots. And that's a lot for me. In the past I, I've had like two or three finished. And so this year I started early. In, in like February. So I, I've been making stuff and I've got up to seven. Because they play these spots during fundraiser in October. They play creative calls to donate. And so you kind of just have to tell the listener to donate to the fundraiser at kfjc.org. And that's it. You can do anything. So I made this script about are you a reptile that I hear... There's ads on the Google audio. It plays these ads and they're kind of, we make fun of them, but there's something about them that stimulated me creatively. Like they are producing, there's a person producing these spots and they're doing a lot really cheaply. Like one of the characters, one of the voice actors, it'll just be like a tape of them going, oh, 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 you know, and then they'll edit the other actors saying stuff. And it seems kind of like you could, you could make something with groaning and, and then KFJC is kind of weirdos. 
So doing it kind of gross or potty humor or stupid humor, it kind of works with them. So I made this one spot, are you a reptile? And it has that kind of, oh, like it was just needed a sound effect of a man grunting or whatever. KFJC is just on. The radio is often just on in my house all the time. And I think it's also just on in some other people's house. And I'm sure it is. So I kind of wanted to riff on that idea that there were, were rooms around the world where it's just on all the time. Then I got into these ones about eating weird stuff. And I admit it's kind of icky. But I kind of wanted to work with that. And then I wanted to work in some more sound effects. So I think these are some questions. And then it ends with the call to action. Donate. Kind of... Little icky about eating something. So yeah, it's not there. So every time they play a song for the first two weeks of fundraiser, then the DJ breaks and plays one of these. And so in between every single song that's played. They play one of these spots. So I wanted to get all over the air in October. So I made a bunch of spots. And this one is the grossest one. It came from this time when um, the chief engineer, it was a live mic performance and the chief engineer came into the room there were a bunch of people setting up we were talking and he's like you know we're like two peas in a pod and uh, I was supposed to respond and I didn't know what to say so I I kind of was nervous so I, I was like hey have you ever oh yeah yeah it's kind of like you know when you take a shit in a toilet where someone's already taking a shit in it. And I was nervous, dude. I'm, You know, I say crazy things when I'm nervous. I was nervous. I admit it. This guy was the chief engineer of the station. I was more or less the new guy. All the other people were there. The general manager. Everyone else. But I got to tell you, I got to laugh. So, I mean, KFJC is that kind of organization. But, whew, I got to laugh. I had that idea that people call in and donate one after the other. They just donate. And it reminded me of that time with when I said that gross thing to the chief engineer. So I made that spot. That is the grossest one. That is really pressing on like, can you play that? It's revolting. So that's like a format 
that you can always use where it's like an interview and then we're, uh, we're okay here's a question and then that so that one is like a, a really formulaic one so I got into this strong strong gassy odor so that is the sound of air uh, hissing air I got that sound effect from our KFJC sound effect library. Well, so that the listener as a dog, we'll see how that stuff goes over. Kind of pushing the boundaries. Last episode, speaking of playing stuff, I played the um, theme song candidate, and it was pretty avant-garde. And I want to shout out to Rocky who wrote in saying that she dug the new theme song candidate. And I wanted to admit that the theme song candidate from last episode was heavily influenced by, if not derivative of the body and OAS. So I I reviewed them in the record review. about 10 days ago to the ER and had the lady staple my head. She was a doctor and she kind of made an offhanded comment of like during checking my vitals, she asked me how long or was it normal for my hand, my right hand to be paralyzed. And I don't really think of it like that. And it made me reflect on it is that having my doctors tell me, they'll say like, oh, you're like, you know, since your leg is useless or they'll make comments like that. Leg is useless. Hand is paralyzed. And my kids, it's reminiscent of my kids because my kids used to say, Oh, you can't, they would use language like, you can't use your hand. Just like the doctor is saying my hand is paralyzed, my kids would say, you can't use your hand. And then I would put like a piece of paper in my hand and they would grab it because that's what my hand does. It's a claw, they call it. So I would put a piece of paper in it and I would turn to the kids and be like, how about this? You know, and that's how I feel when they're like useless, paralyzed. They use that kind of language. And I'm like, that's not really what it is. It's that it's not as useful. I mean, the truth is it's, it's, I stand on my leg. It's, it's far from useless. 
I use it to walk, you know, not great, but it's certainly not useless. And my hand doesn't really move. It's like in a claw, but I can put that piece of paper in it. I, you know, to be more realistic, I often hold my cane with it. And that is very useful. Like, for example, when I'm walking with my cane and I come to a door, I put my cane in my right hand and open the door with my left and then put my cane back in my left hand and go on. So it's far from useless. So it's like, what about this? What about that? I just want to point out, like, far from useless. Thinking about listening to Fat Worm of Error. I don't own any, but maybe I can find some. I've been listening to the Iowa's Newsworthy Past podcast. You know, Iowa and specifically Iowa City hold uh, are there of particular fascination to me. And... I got turned on to the Iowa's Newsworthy Past podcast. Iowa's Newsworthy Past by Kristen Noonan. She's made like almost 200 episodes. Category History. It's a history podcast. You could tell your friends you'd listen to a history podcast. No bells or whistles. Just a read-through select columns in historical Iowa newspapers on this day in history. Some readings may be shaky due to the quality of the scan and the verbiage of the time. Access to these newspapers has been acquired digitally through the University of Northern Iowa's Iowa Historical Newspapers Index. Many thanks to the folks who put in the work and managed the collection. These readings create a window back in time and are perfect for listening intently or as background and hopefully stir the imagination. I love the idea that you would make a podcast for background. I think, I wonder if this podcast is good for background. Give me an email. Do you listen to this podcast while you're doing something? <laughs> is that the question? Is is this podcast do you sit in a room staring at the boom box? I don't, I'm not sure what question I'm asking here. Is this background or foreground? Email me, john at hoffinworld.com. J-O-H-N at H-O-P-P-I-N-W-O-R-L-D.com. Give me your name, I'll give you a shout out. You know the deal. Shoutouts to Iowa's Newsworthy Past Podcast, Stimulating Ideas from the Past. Listen to it as background. Go ahead. Or intently. Some kids are always, it's like they're on another level, like George Chen. Man, George Chen. George is like beyond category polymath. He went to my same high school. 
That's really what in the long run, what I got to say about George Chen is we went to the same high school. So we come from the same stupidity. He runs the Zoom Online distro. He sells records and stuff he has for like 25 years. He's been doing it forever. And you can find it at Z-U-M-O-N-L-I-N-E dot com. ZoomOnline dot com. He makes a compilation. He's done it. You know, he's been at it for 25 years. He just came out with volume five. And it's on Bandcamp like, like everything is. And Joe's band, Ox Meadows, is on the Volume 5, Zone Volume 5 compilation. And it was on the front page of Bandcamp the other day. And so that, they they come out with it. That's like, who listens to Bandcamp? You know, it's like influencers listen to Bandcamp radio. I was listening to it while I was barbecuing. And, you know, some of it, it's like, yes. Yeah. Some of it, you're like, no. It's kind of the radio. And then I heard this tune and I was like, what is this? I went over, I had to check it out. Sure enough, lo and behold, it was they were featuring the Zoom Volume 5 compilation on Bandcamp Radio. And so I was like, yes, George, you're getting some shine. I texted him, congratulations, and he hit me back. And I was like, George is not above me. But he's, he's man, George is beyond category. He's doing insurance commercials. That's what, if you're wondering what you do if you run a distro, he's also a comedian. If you're a comedian and you run a music distro, you can do some national commercials. Hopefully. George is doing it. I think that's enough for this week. Check it out. George's Zoom Volume 5 is on Bandcamp. Just go to ZoomOnline.com and it, you can figure it out. Joe is on it. Ox Meadow. Shout outs to Joe. I'm going to catch you next time. Thank you. It's not stupid, but it's some kind of creative thing. Thank you for listening. I'll just say that. I can just say that. I could have edited all that stuff out, but I'm going to leave it all in. Stream of Conscious Narrative. Number 27 this year. Not bad. Thank you for listening to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. 